Greetings, Blazer Nation, and welcome to the UAB Collat Fan Podcast, your premier bi-monthly podcast for information on finance, accounting, and money. Brought to you by the Collat School of Business's UAB Department of Accounting and Finance and the Reading Institute for Financial Education. So, without further ado, welcome to today's episode. Greetings, Blazer Nation. This is your host, Savante Metcalf, back again with yet another episode of the Collat Fam Podcast. And today on the podcast, we have a unique guest. And uh, well, we always have great and unique guests, but this one is a good friend of mine and a colleague with whom I have the pleasure of working with here at Collat and the finance department. Uh, so today we're going to talk a little bit about farming and finance, uh, accounting and agriculture, uh, well, sort of. Uh, anyhow, our next guest has experience in both, uh, so we'll get to all of that a little later. But for now, I want to introduce our guest for this episode, uh, Dr. Caleb Houston. Uh, Dr. Houston is currently an assistant professor of finance here at the Collat School of Business. Uh, prior to joining Collat, uh, Dr. Houston worked as an analyst for nearly five years with Xerox and accounting and finance roles, where he eventually ended up managing and coordinating all aspects of their pharmaceutical and drug re- rebate programs, uh, including very, very in-depth coordination with the state of Mississippi's Medicaid division, physicians, hospitals, all over the state of Mississippi. Uh, Dr. Houston completed his bachelor's in business administration at Mississippi College prior to joining Xerox. And while working at Xerox, he completed his MBA at Mississippi College with a concentration in finance. Uh, After Xerox, Dr. Houston was admitted to the PhD program at Mississippi State University, where he completed his PhD in finance in 2020. Uh, Now, as an assistant professor of finance here at Collat, he teaches or has taught numerous finance courses, including corporate finance, international financial management, financial markets and institutions. Outside of the classroom, he produces high-quality research focusing on topics including insider trading, information asymmetry in financial markets, and firm innovation. So, without further ado, I'd like to welcome our guest, and my colleague and friend, Dr. Caleb Houston. Hey, Savante. It's good to be here today. Awesome. Well, look, uh, Dr. Houston, uh, you know, first off, I want to thank you for joining us here today. And uh, before we get into our episode talking about your background and everything, I want to congratulate you. Uh, I hear someone's going to be a new dad coming up soon. Um, so, <laughs> That's right. Well, Actually, not brand new, uh, right? Because you have a toddler, correct, already? Oh, I do, yeah. Okay, so you got one on the way, another one on the way. <laughs> right. And so, well, right. we want to congratulate you on that, and thank you for taking time out uh, as a full-time dad and professor. All yeah, right. no problem. Glad to be here. Thanks for uh, thanks for asking me. Sure thing. Well, look, Dr. Houston, if you don't mind sharing with our listeners more information about your background, we're going to talk about how you became interested in finance and uh, how you came about seeking your PhD and becoming a, a professor. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, I 
heard there was a little known fact uh, about you coming from a, an uh, agricultural slash farming background. Uh, can you tell us more about that? Sure. Well, if you've ever heard of Laurel, Mississippi, small town in southern Mississippi, I didn't even grow up in the city limits. I grew up outside of the city limits of Laurel. So I grew up in the country, um, helped my family run some things. We had a lot of animals um, as well as a lot of kids. I was one of seven. So, uh, whoa, whoa, wait, what number? I'm number two okay. in the lineup. Well, well I, oh, okay, uh, folks, I didn't mean to say number. That sounds kind of bad. We deal in finance, right? So a number, so it's okay, right? No, it's fine. Wow. Yeah, so, so wow. lot, lots going on all the time. Uh, but, and um, we have a family business I grew up helping with as well. Uh, my dad was a second-generation butcher, and so uh, it's been the family for a long time. Um, but I don't know... I mean, I'm not going back to uh, relieve him, so hopefully one of my siblings are going to step in and do that. Uh, we'll see what happens. Well, look, I, you know what? I wish, you know, we need to get some more sound effects. I wish we had some more uh, sound effects like, you know, uh, old McDonald Farm and cows and chickens and things like that and whatnot. But anyhow, getting back to uh, our episode here. Uh, well, one other thing I have to add. Uh, can you drive a tractor? Yes. Have you ever gone bush hogging? Yes. Okay. Uh, folks, anybody in our audience does, who doesn't know about those things, I also come from that sort of background. <laughs> uh, and so uh, Professor Houston and I will talk about that after the episode. <laughs> but uh, getting back to uh, your background and how you actually uh, decided to make that transition from, uh, I guess, being a farm boy in right. uh, Mississippi to landing in finance. What made you... Uh, become interested in that particular career field. Yeah, sure. I'd be gl I'd be happy to talk about it. Really, um, it all stems from that beginning where we where I came from a background with a kind of an entrepreneurial family. Uh, so I knew I wanted to study business, and I just wanted to go into college kind of with an open mind and learn about every area that you could learn about business with the hopes of one day opening my own business. But then I got to college and I stumbled into a finance class one day, my first one, and it was, for here the equivalent is FN310, it was Fundamentals of Financial Management. And I was like, this is interesting because the thing I like about finance in particular although no shade to any other uh, discipline in the School of Business, uh, is that it's a problem-solving discipline. You're trying to find optimal solutions, and uh, because of that, um, it takes a little finagling and a little bit of understanding of a lot of different things to get to that solution, and I liked that. And so I was like, yeah, um, I like the idea of problem-solving and helping things become better, so I wanted to pursue that more. So... The rest of my undergrad career, even though I was a general business major, I just took finance classes after that as often as possible. So every elective, I just took another finance class. And then I get to the end um, of my undergraduate degree, and uh, I'd been working for Xerox um, part-time while I was a senior, and they offered me a job. And I was like, great. And they said, your title is going to be an accounting specialist. And I was like, okay, 
that's fine. <laughs> and so I, I, and so I started, even though I, I had more so specialized in finance classes in my undergrad, I started in the accounting department there. Um, and so I started with, the, I was put over the accounts payable workflow system that they had set up. And I was like, yeah, I took a couple accounting classes. Let's go, <laughs> you know? And so, uh, did that for about two years. And then um, another department um, that specialized in an analyst-type role, they, they approached me and said, hey, would you like to come work for us instead? So I moved internally while I was there um, and did more of an analyst role. And the weird thing is, like, when you talk about working at Xerox, people are like, okay, so it was basically the office. You were selling paper, yeah. right? Copiers. You Copiers, know. right? Yeah. <laughs> it was, and the weird thing about... Um, my branch was that we were uh, tasked by the state of Mississippi to process all of the Medicaid claims that happened in the state. So it was a business process outsourcing type of deal to where we were acting. We were actually hosting a call center, hosting all of that kind of stuff for the state of Mississippi. And, and, and for a lot of folks and listeners that may not be aware, a, a lot of Medicare and Medicaid programs, they contract out right. uh, to large corporations right. in order to help manage uh, a lot of Medicare and Medicaid benefit programs. So even though, uh, uh, is it the CMS, I believe, uh, over Medicare, they uh, administer everything, but they have uh, contracted companies to actually help them manage these programs. Right, that's, that's right. So... Um, so it's it was an interesting trajectory, but you know um, that got me you know out of school into my first full time job, which was great. But if I'm being honest, can I be honest? <laughs> Please, that, that, we love that here. Okay, <laughs> I was sitting in my cubicle for several years, looking at accounts payable transactions, making sure they're going in the right buckets, and I was like, "There's no way I'm doing this till I retire," and so. That started my trajectory to, that got me to where I am now. I said, okay, what can I do? I know I was interested in finance. I'm gonna go get my MBA in finance. And so I did that um, with, the, with the idea in mind that I would pursue a PhD program. Um, I love being in front of people, talking about ideas. I love getting into the weeds on um, topics that interest me. So it seemed like a natural fit to pursue that instead of um, looking at the accounts payable workflow for the next 30 to 40 years. So let me ask you this, uh, Dr. Houston, when you made that decision and started looking at those programs, because you know, I understand at this time you were working at Xerox right. and the NBA, right. uh, how did you settle in and hone in on the programs that you wanted to apply to and, and eventually right. go uh, end up being admitted to Mississippi State's program? Yeah, you know, it was a it was a whole process. Um, I had I had some feedback from my uh, professors that I had at Mississippi College. They helped guide me through the process of what to do. But basically, you start looking at programs, um, and there's not a ton of them, you know, across the country. And so you kind of see which schools have them, and you see what those professors are researching at those schools. Um, to see if what you want to study lines up with what they're offering or specializing in. 
So Mississippi State, um, they were more of a corporate finance type of shop. Like they have people that work in investments and other types of spaces as well. But a lot of the research coming out did focus on that specific area. Um, and um, I, there was some professors there that I wanted to work with. So that was one of the places I sent my application to amongst a lot of others. And in the end, how I made the decision um, was also based off of feedback I was getting um, from other people who had gone through the process before. But um, they said, you know, go to where they're really pursuing you and you feel like they'll really value your contribution to the program. And Mississippi State did that very well. I felt like um, I would be um, valued in my time there and that they wanted me there. And so that's how I eventually made that final decision for Mississippi State. Wow. And, and so looking at uh, your decision to go to Mississippi State and, and to pursue a PhD, I, I noticed that you mentioned research a yeah. whole lot. Yeah. And that's something we wanted to talk about today on the podcast is uh, we know you teach a multitude of finance courses here at the School of Business, but can you give us a glimpse inside of a day in the life of a finance professor as far as what else do you guys do related to <laughs> research stuff right, and right. committees and all that sort of thing? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I tell my students this when I'm in class, but I said, hey, when I'm not in here with you guys, I'm sitting up in my office researching these very specific topics. And so uh, most of my day is spent with um, kind of preparing my lectures for class, what I want to go over, how I'm going to reinforce those concepts. And then the other part of my day is spent um, delving into my research. And so I'm pretty specialized right now in what I'm researching. Like you mentioned in the intro, I'm mainly focused on insider trading and a lot of the aspects that connect the, to that topic. So the regulation and enforcement of insiders and the trading that they conduct is something that I'm also very interested in because it's very connected. So those are some big areas where I conduct my research. That's what my dissertation was based on and current ongoing projects that I'm involved in as well. Wow. And so I, I think that's something that we really wanted to make plain for our listeners out there, especially our uh, students considering uh, checking out a career in uh at being a faculty member or even in finance specifically is that uh, there are opportunities for you to contribute uh, to more than just uh, molding minds and, and students. And that's something very important that we get a privilege to do here. Uh, but it's also great to see how outside of the school you're able to affect not just uh, finance, but corporations and how uh, regulations are viewed within that space and that sort of thing. Uh, because that for the overall evolution and good of us all, right? Yeah, that's the idea. That's the hope. You know, uh, you know, my current research is showing some ways that insiders are getting away with regulations. They're um, they're going against what they're supposed to be doing, and they're largely not being enforced for that kind of behavior. So the idea is to draw attention to it to hopefully provide a more efficient and fair market for every market participant. Wow. And see, that's why we're so glad to have folks like you and Dr. Fu, Dr. Yates, uh, Professor Sanabria, Dr. Davis, I'm going to name everybody, and Dr. Shore here uh, in our department. Because 
we need folks that have that heart and determination to, to not only mentor our students, but to keep on making progress for all of mankind and encourage those uh, sound ethical business practices, especially in the finance environment. Uh, so in kind of wrapping up, can you tell us, Dr. Houston, if we had someone, uh, let's say a student that was uh, interested in a career as a finance professor, uh, uh, maybe an undecided business major as you were at one time, uh, right. what would you tell or advise them as a first step? I would say if you're thinking about going into a PhD program, then read a few of the articles that are published in finance journals. See if that's something that interests you or something you want to dig deeper into. And come talk to some of us. I mean, we're happy to talk to anyone that uh, wants to learn more about different types of career paths. So come talk to me. Awesome. Well, look, Dr. Houston, we, we definitely appreciate your openness and willingness to, to share uh, ongoing with our listeners and students. And, you know, Blazer Nation, I could talk to Dr. Houston all day, uh, but we got to wrap up this episode. So uh, I would like to thank our guest and my good friend, uh, Dr. Caleb Houston, for joining us. Uh, and so that concludes this episode of our Collatfam podcast. I would like to remind everyone uh, listening out there to check out upcoming episodes and subscribe uh, on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We're, we're out there on all major podcast platforms, uh, thanks to our wonderfully talented producer, uh, Tristan Bowie. So please subscribe so you can stay up to date on what's going on in our finance and accounting department here at Collat. Uh, we also want to encourage our UAB students and alumni to come and start their network here with us at the Collat School of Business. And also shout out to our Financial Management Association, Beta Alpha Psi for Accounting, the Center for Public Trust, and of course, NABA, and our student Green and Gold Investment Fund and the Collat Real Estate Society. And final shout out and thanks to our Regions Institute for Financial Education here at the Collat School of Business. And shout out to all of our Collat fam.